Welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And we are recording this on Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all of you parents who are being so kind and listening to this podcast with your kiddos. We wanted to start this off by saying a huge thank you to the actress Jennifer Marshall. Last night, I got an email or a DM from her around 9-11 at night. And if you don't know who she is, she plays Max's mom, Susan Hargrove, on season two of Stranger Things. And out of the blue, she sent a message to us that said, hi, ladies, I play Max's mom on Stranger Things. And I just wanted to say I love the podcast. You have so much love and energy for the show and the community that you've created is quite remarkable thank you so cool yeah and I freaked out when I saw it I was just like wow that's amazing because a lot of times we'll reach out to people and they'll give us kind of messages like that in return but that's kind of the first time that someone from the cast has reached out to us directly and we really appreciate it thank you we've tagged her on Instagram so go ahead and follow Jennifer and I actually went ahead and was (laughs) kind of bold and I said hey Jennifer would you be on the podcast and she said that she would oh sick so we're gonna try to set that up with her I think in early June and hopefully she's on Stranger Things season three but we're not gonna ask her about that because we know that even if she is she cannot talk about it but we'll ask her all about I don't want to know well, ask, free zone. well, I wouldn't mind if she was like, I'm on it, because that doesn't tell anything, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Max's mom might show up. But yeah, we would ask her about season two and just what it's like being cast and so forth. So today, we're going to be doing a special mailbag episode, because there's not really a lot to talk about. We've already reviewed all of Stranger Things, seasons one and two. You guys know that they're filming. A couple of you have asked us why we aren't posting season three set photos, and the reason is, is because- yeah, we we don't want to post anything, but also we know for a fact that Netflix and the cast and the crew and just everyone involved, they don't want those pictures being posted because they work really, really hard to bring you some kind of a surprise for season three. And so we're all about going to visit those places once season three airs. We'll show you yeah. whatever we can show you. But before the show airs, no, that's not our that's not our bag. We don't do stuff like that. So you want to add anything? <laughs> it's, we- it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I... Like, taking pictures of underage children while they're, uh, while they're working? I think the weird thing to me, too, is if you have comments like, I had to hide in the bushes to get this yeah, picture. Yeah, why would you... It's like, no, like, don't Even hide in the bushes. Did, why would you want to tell somebody that? Like, that's... I feel like that's embarrassing. Like, I don't... Not to be rude to any of you guys that do that, but, like, I feel like it's like... Like, if people just came up to you and started taking pictures of you, you wouldn't be cool with that. Well, my thing is this. Like, we love the show. We want to respect the show. So, if we know that it's upsetting... Like, if I know that it's something that they don't want to be out yeah. there. I would be so embarrassed if they were yeah. like, I, I just don't want to have any, I, think I, I don't I want to have any part in that. Yeah, I think I said this last time, but it's like, if you want, I feel like the main goal of those accounts is to like get people, the cast to like those photos. And it's like, Millie's not gonna be like, oh my God, you took a photo of me in the bushes. Like, I'm gonna like it. I love this. Like, she's gonna be like, that is strange. I'm gonna block you. Like, she's not. Well, I think also she knows she was there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Millie knows what the location is. she does. No. So, again, no hate to anybody that does that, but it's just not for us. That's yeah. just, if we and know... Like if you if you do do that, I feel like you should kind of keep those photos to yourself, because if you're, even if you're not, like, a huge page, like, I feel like some people, I don't know if it's, like, the majority, I, I know us, like, we don't want to see spoilers. Like, if we want to watch season three and it be, like, totally new to us and be like, oh my god, and not be like, already knew that was gonna happen, already knew th- that Millie and Dustin were gonna, whatever, like, yeah, I feel like I've learned so much already. And pe- I have not because I stopped. I like I can't look at Instagram anymore. Well, I have to because I look at the account. Yeah. Like because people message us, and the problem is, is that I don't follow the accounts that do that. But everyone tags us in those pictures, yeah. and I have to. So this is we're putting the word out there. We don't want to be tagged. We don't want to. We don't want to know where Millie's yeah. working. We don't want to know. I we don't want to know. I we wish don't want to know. Instagram had 
the feature like Twitter, you can um you can like mute. Oh wait, we could do that. You can mute certain words. Well, I don't want to. It's it's fine. It's just people were asking why we hadn't done it. And the thing yeah. is, is we will show you those places once it airs. Like we're all about seeing those places. And if we see something filming, we, we might take a picture, but we're not going to show it to you until season three airs. Yeah. That's just that's so that's the answer to that question. Um, if anybody's waiting for us to post, you know, pictures of Finn in a parking lot, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just not what we do. Um, we're not down with that. So. But anyway, back to a positive note, um, we put out an Instagram post basically saying if you had any questions for us to send them in via email or Instagram. We got a couple on Instagram and we got a lot more on email, so I'm going to read them. And here we go. Here's the first one. It says, hi, Ash and Tori. I found your podcast like three weeks ago and I've been binging it ever since. It's so cool and interesting to hear what you all have to say about Stranger Things. I've been a fan of the show ever since the beginning, so I've definitely become attached to the characters and I'm just so excited for Stranger Things season three. Although there is one thing that I'm a little apprehensive about. It's seems that the Duffer brothers have decided to cast a lot of new characters, i.e. Maya, Hawk, Jake Busey, Carrie Ells, and I'm not sure how she pronounces her name. You know I'm terrible with her names. Wait, let me see it. Francesca? Francesca? Guys, I don't know. (laughs) I'm nervous that adding all of these new characters will take away from the heart of Stranger Things and make it feel like it's not the same show we all fell in love with. Part of me wishes that they would focus on going deeper into the Stranger or into the storylines of the characters we already have. I was wondering what your thoughts were. I love your podcast so much. Stay strange. May Kelly. Thank you, May. First of all, that is a beautiful email. It made us feel very nice and it was very well thought out. I'm going to let Tori go ahead and answer the part about what do you think about, I guess, all the adding of the new characters. Okay, so I think, like everyone else, when season two was like about to air and everybody knew that like there was going to be Max, there was going to be Billy, there was going to be all these new characters, that everybody was kind of like, oh man, like I want to see more of Mike at 11. I want to see more of this. I want to see more of like the people we already know. But now it's like everybody follows Sadie and everybody loves... Oh, God, what's Billy's name? I always forget. You know I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Dacker. Da- da- yeah, Dacker. Dacker. I don't know. Dacary. Uh Dacre. But it's like people, I don't know. They, I feel I like. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like adjust to it. So like now everybody loves Max and everybody's getting Max t-shirts and Max pop Funkos. And it's like, I feel like that's how, I, I don't know. I feel like that's how it's going to be with season three too. People are just scared because they want, they want the same thing to happen in, that like happened in season one and season two. But it's like shows have to change shows have to add new things or it's gonna get like boring and the Duffer Brothers know what they're doing you guys liked season one you guys liked season two I doubt they're gonna ruin season three when I saw the original cast for season two and I saw that they were adding you know Sadie and uh, we'll call him Billy <laughs> Dacre <laughs> and Callie and just the whole gang I was a little apprehensive as well I'm not talking about Callie enough oh. you guys know how I feel about episode seven but it's fine well I'm just saying like you never you're always like a little bit like it's like going to a new school you think I'm never gonna like my my new friends as much as I like my old friends and then you get in there and you're like oh this isn't so bad and these people are cool and I think that's what happened I think that you know we all see that Maya's in there and Jake and Carrie and it's like I think that we'll grow to appreciate that those characters are in the show it's it's yeah. always strange but you know in answering your question I think that bringing in those new characters is going to help us go deeper into the characters that we already know and it makes the show more realistic because I like people don't just hang out with the same four people for their entire lives. Like, this is a show over the course of, like, three years. So, like, new people are bound to come into their lives, come into the town, like, etc. And I think through the relationships of those people, like, through, I think through Sadie or through Lucas and Max, we're going to learn more about Lucas's character. Like, we already got to see some of his family because he was kind of, you know, wondering how he should ask Max out, and that led us to the Sinclairs and to Erica. Speaking of, oh, I'm so excited that Priya's going to be more in season three. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm very excited for her as well. 
well. I just talked to her mom the other day. She's really funny. Yeah, so we're very excited for Priya. So May, I think it's going to be good. I think that, you know, you love season one, you love season two, and I think that it's just going to keep getting better. And also, some of the new characters like Carrie, you know, he's going to be playing a mayor and Jake is going to be playing a, like a reporter or he's going to be writing a newspaper. So I think that's going to take us into a different world. I think it's going to take us into the world of the adults and not necessarily the kids. Although I do have a theory that I think Jonathan is going to probably be like on the paper. Like he's doing the photos for the paper. Oh, that'd be cool. And I think that maybe Nancy will be, she seems very political ever since she did the um, takedown of Hawkins with, yes. what was his name? The guy with the beard? Oh, and the um, vodka. Um, Water it down. Oh my God, I'm blanking. I'm really bad at names. We're I'm, both really terrible with names. Oh, oh my gosh, what's his name? I'm not usually terrible remembering names. I'm usually terrible actually saying the names. Murray. Murray. Oh, okay. okay. I think that ever since that happened, it gave her a confidence. And so I think she's going to be political and she's going to be trying to like campaign for the mayor's office. I don't know if that's true. I mean, have you seen the pictures that came out? She looks like. Well, she looks older, but. No, that... her ha- just her. I don't know. I don't, I don't think hair has to do anything with politics, but it, she kind of looks like a, like an 80s politician. Well, I think her hair is just supposed to be. That's the time. Like her hair looks just like babies from Dirty Dancing. And also she's supposed to be a senior. She's a senior, right? Mm. Because because no. Steve yes. was a senior yes. graduating, yeah. so she's a senior in high school this year. So I think she's just moving. You know how when you're a senior, you're like, I'm an adult now. I know everything. Yeah. For season for season three, as long as Joe Curie is in it, I am good. It will be great. <laughs> but May, thank you for your question. And so let's move on to the next one. And I can already tell you, I'm going to say this name wrong, but it says. And I think you listen to the podcast and you know that we say names wrong because you kind of spelled it out phonetically for us and then you wrote LOL. So it says, hi, I'm Gracia, LOL. I love the podcast. I recently found you guys and oh my God, I love it. No one else in my family really likes the show. So it's cool to hear what other people think about the theories. I just wanted to ask if you have spoken about it and I'm sorry for bringing it up again if you have. In season one, episode one, when Joyce goes to Castle Byers, right after she has that flashback of her and Will talking about poltergeist, she is about to turn around and yell out Will's name in the bottom of the screen and like right next to Joyce you can see someone running I think it's a man I caught it rewatching the show for the hundredth time and I was like what I was confused at first I thought maybe it was the Demogorgon but no I'm sure it's a man I don't think it's a part of the search party because I think it happens a lot maybe it's a mistake and someone from the crew just ran into the show I don't know I'm just wondering what you guys think ta-da I I thought I wasn't allowed to see it I changed my mind as long as you don't have nightmares for a week. No, I won't. I don't get scared like that anymore. Oh, yeah? We'll touch Not even of clowns? No. What about my witch? No. Mom. Oh, I'm not fires. Stop it. so stupid. Oh, it is. Oh, right there. Jonathan. No, no, no. But then there was something else. No. Mom. So Jonathan's here. Right there. Back there. But then... Or something else in the background. Hey, Gracia. So we just watched that scene. We took a brief moment and you're totally right. Joyce is talking to Will. She's showing him the tickets for the poltergeist and then it goes to current day and Jonathan and Joyce are out in the woods by Castle Byers and they're looking for Will and you can see some kind of head in the back. I don't know... It kind of looks like it's supposed to be a search party, but, but the, the search, search party isn't there. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's probably just an accident. They didn't notice. You've got to have a great eye to have noticed that. We actually had to watch it three times to even, <laughs> to even see it, but we did. We definitely saw what you saw. So, everybody... It could have been like a leaf. I don't know. What, what time mark was that at? Maybe we can tell everybody to go back and watch it. Oh, you already logged out of it? No. 26.30? 26.35? 
2635. Okay, so if you want to go back and see it and eagle eye it and screenshot it, then you can, everybody can check it out. So thank you, Gracia Garcia, for writing in. We appreciate it. Let's move on to question three. How do I audition for Stranger Things season three? Uh, so here's what we'll tell you. Uh, how, uh, if I knew I'd be on Stranger Things, I would be on Stranger Things right this moment. I think that this is the honest answer. I think that if you want to be on Stranger Things any upcoming season, you have opportunities because they do big scenes. Like they do, um, you know, school or the school dance or there are scenes where they need a big group of people. And we kind of know from some of the pictures that people have posted, I'm not going to tell you what they are. If you've seen them, you've seen them, that there's probably going to be another need for some big people. So here's the thing. You probably need to live in Atlanta, Georgia or around the surrounding communities. There is a casting agent that you can look up on Facebook. That's where they are the most active. They're not really active on their Instagram. They're called Casting Taylor Made, T-A-Y-L-O-R-M-A-D-E. And weekly they post for extra slots that are available for all the different TV shows that they do. And one of them is Stranger Things. So you can see all of the different things that are available and they have a form. You go online, you submit it. They say that they have two options, fresh face, which means that you've never done any extra work for them before. And then the option that you have done work for them before. And you can submit. Sometimes they choose people just based on a selfie and sometimes they don't. It seems that they choose people who have worked with them before because they don't want a bunch of new people who just want to come see the cast. They don't want you on Stranger Things just so you can be like, oh my god, there's Finn, there's Millie. They want people that are there to work because it's a long day. It's usually about an eight hour day and I think you get paid somewhere between like 75 and 80 dollars. But there are casting opportunities. But I think that if you live somewhere outside of Atlanta, it's just not going to happen for you. There's just so many people in Atlanta and surrounding areas that can do it. But if you're interested and you want to try for it, go follow them on Facebook, Casting Taylor Made, and you can see all the different things that they post. They post for like 1980s cars and like they just made a post the other day that said, we're looking for eight to 11 year olds to be friends of the, of an actress. So it's like, oh, they're obviously casting for Priya's friends. Yeah. So check that out. But if you don't live in Atlanta and you don't live, you know, maybe an hour within the city, it's probably not going to happen for you. But you know, we wish you luck. And if you get on it, meet on our podcast. Tell us what happened. Uh, we want to know your experience. They actually did a post for, um, they were looking for moms to walk around with five-year-old children. No uh, joke. And I submitted me and Kilby. We probably won't get it. But go ahead. Fill it out. Submit. They want you to do a full form that shows like all your abilities. Because I think they're really looking for people that are, that are actors or that want to be like serious actors. But sometimes they have scenes that are just so big. Like the snowball dance. You haven't heard it yet, but we're going to be doing an interview with Audrey Hope. She was one of the extras and she she said that, you know, for the snowball dance, they just pulled in extras of any kind, kids who were actors and kids who weren't, because they just needed to fill that gym. So, you know, good luck. You want to add anything? All right, let's move on over to a completely different kind of question. This is kind of, I don't know. I'm going to let Tori think about this one. So a follower of the podcast, Stephen Ties, he's been listening for a while. He has a theory on Billy's future. I think in a few episodes way back, we were like wondering what was going to happen with Billy. And he sent us this message and I never got back with him. So I figured, why not now? <laughs> So it says, when you meet Billy in his bedroom, in the background, you hear the song, The Four Horsemen by Metallica. The four horsemen are people during the revelation in the Bible that go and tell people of the word of God during the tribulation. Now, knowing this, I feel like he is going to have a life threatening attack that will make him try and get as much info about the evils from beyond, which is probably the upside down, with three other newly introduced people that are also interested in the evils. I'm not sure I understand the question 100%, but I get what you're saying. I think Tori and I kind of alluded to that before, that we definitely think they're going to do something with Billy where he's, we don't think he's going to have a turnaround like a Steve turnaround, where in season three, he's like super awesome Billy dad or whatever. Uh -uh. 
But I do think they'll have some kind of ultimate confrontation where maybe he, they're either going to go two ways. They're going to like make Billy just be awful and he's going to stay horrible or he's going to be horrible and then he'll do something to save Max and they'll redeem him at the end. But I think those are the only two, I think those are the only two options for Billy. Like he can't turn around and be a great guy because it just wouldn't make any sense. Thoughts on Billy? I don't, I honestly don't know what they're going to do with it because I feel like both of them would kind of be like cliche. There's no real reason to keep him bad. But there's also not a real reason to turn, to, like, go full Steve. Like, I feel like your thing about him saving Max, like, makes a lot of sense. I like the idea that maybe he starts to get very, like, right? In season two, he wasn't very interested in Max's life other than her relationship with Lucas. But I think that it might be interesting if, because Max took control over him and, like, did that thing where she took him down, if he starts to, like, investigate. Like, if he tries to start being Snoopy, like, what's happening with the kids? Why are they with Steve? Like, he's, he wants to, like, he's going to be that nail that's just, like, always stopping them from doing Mm -hmm. stuff. When I, that could be interesting. When I go really in depth, like, looking up, like, Stranger Things theories and stuff, I kind of can't, like, I can't figure out whether or not I'm being, like, investigated if I'm like, oh, the Duffer Brothers are really smart and they're doing it this way because they, like, think of everything. Or if I'm, like, like, I was watching an interview with Jordan Peele where this guy was like, I think that Get Out at the end that it's this, 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 and this, and this. And Jordan's like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I put a lot of time and effort into the things that I do, but I feel like some people go too in-depth. Like, every single little tiny thing that happens. They're like, oh, there's a reason for that. And it's like, sometimes there isn't. So, I mean, like, it's possible they were playing that song because of, like, whatever you were saying, I'm still kind of confused. But it might just be because that was a popular song at the time. Maybe Steven is thinking that because, you know, the Duffer Brothers were very on the nose with their song treatment this year. Like, she's a little runaway and she's going to be bad or whatever that, um, God, what's the band? The Runaways. Um, yeah. The Runaways, their song. So we don't know. I guess that's the answer. I think that in most 80s movies, or there's this symbol of like, there's the good kids and the bad kids, right? And you kind of had that in season one. And then in season two, it went away because the bad kids kind of all became Steve and he became the best kid. Yeah. And they joined forces. So maybe Billy will meet some people and he'll be like, you know, I'm going to take my sister down. Like he needs somebody that's as obnoxious as he is, right? He's going to meet someone and they're going to be like, yeah, those kids are brats. Everything you're saying is right. And they're they're going to join forces like he needs a person yeah and I think maybe one of the new actresses is going to be that but I'm not I don't know unpopular opinion I don't really like like I mean like sometimes I'd rather I don't know like I don't really like theorizing about what's going to happen in the future seasons because I kind of just want to let it happen I like going back to like season one and season two and being like oh the reason that like oh these two things are connected or like whatever but I don't really want to figure out what happens in season three or think about what's going to happen in season three because that'll kind of ruin it for me if I'm right and plus here's something you should know we're always wrong I was listening to some of our older shows not always wrong though you're usually pretty well I was pretty wrong about this one thing I remember when season two was coming out they did the season release posters and we saw the remember that was like all the kids on the bikes and we were like that's definitely 11 in mike's clothes because the wig just did not look like brother it didn't i don't know i think they changed i think they they changed changed it but also like they'd already written the episode so i was i think they i don't know i I guess will still lost i don't don't know i think they changed it because everybody just (laughs) like brooke said in the one interview (laughs) that if the duffers think that people are on to something they change it like they don't want to go with what the fan theories are but yeah we don't want to guess we're always wrong so (laughs) maybe i'll take an episode where i'll go through and i'll pull all of our because one of ours i was like we are a hundred percent right and we were very wrong i really just don't want to know what's gonna happen in season three so like like good for you guys for like trying to like be snoopy and like figure it out but i don't I personally just want... And we're not talking about you, Steven. No, no, not you. You as in all people who theorize about Stranger Things. Like, I just... Me, I just don't 
I don't know. I want to wait. I want to watch it and be entertained and not be like, oop, already knew that was going to happen. I know what you're saying. Like, it's basically, it goes back to the behind the scenes pictures where you're just showing every little thing that's going to happen. And our, our mantra is like, we're so into it and we're so excited for it, but we want to see it when it premieres in 2019 or whatever. And then we want to dissect I, it like yeah. crazy. Even If I even see like a glimpse of like a behind the scenes picture, I me- I immediately log out on Instagram. Like I can't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't understand why people would want to know everything that happens. It ru- it's, spoils it. This is actually, it's funny because this is the first, like, TV show, I know it's not a movie, but TV show or movie that I haven't wanted to, like, know what was going to happen before. Like, for in Infinity War, my friend told me, like, everything that happened and I still haven't seen it. And it's kind of like, I already know. And I don't really care. But it's like with Stranger Things, like, I really want... I get really immersed when I watch it, and so I think it's important that I don't know what's going to happen. You know, if you think about it, when season two was being shot, people were posting a lot of pictures like this, and we were like, oh, no, spoiler, spoiler. And then when we saw the the shows, we were like, oh, like, that's not... Like, we interpreted yeah. the pictures as being something else, and then it wasn't even what we thought that it was. Yeah. So, but I guess that's our general thing. Like, we just want to... We want to see it when we see it, and we want to see it when they want us to see it. And yeah. as far as our theories, I don't know. I guess we don't really... We don't really make theories. I guess we kind of just have things that we hope and wish for. I think it's worth the wait. I think just, like, calm down. <laughs> I think just, just wait it out. You'll see it, and it'll be great, and yeah. you'll love it. And we may have to wait five years for season three to come out. And this is and this is funny because, um, so thanks, Stephen, for that question. Here's another one that actually kind of goes into the exact same thing. It says, I love yeah. your podcast and Instagram. Their goals. You're both so lucky to be living in the same town where the show was shot. I want to ask you a question about Stranger Things season three. What do you think is going to happen with the Mind Flayer? Love, Abby offers. Abby, we love you. Thank you so much for the question. I still don't We don't know. <laughs> I still don't even know what the Mind Flayer is. Is that that big thing. The Mind Flayer is the giant like monster at the end yeah. that controls Will. Okay. And here's I guess here's what I guess I'll say about that. It's obviously going to still be there because when they're at the snowball dance, spoiler if you haven't seen the end of season 2, don't listen. I'm <laughs> sure that you have. But like it it you know, the, it does the little it thing where it rotates. Yeah. So you know that it's there. And if, if season 1 and season 2 the progression is anything, then in season 3 the Mind Flayer is going to be there and it seems like it's just going to be getting bigger and Batter, right? Yeah. But as far as like what the plans are, I don't know. I think it's somehow. I don't even know what the plans were for season two. I'm still confused. <laughs> I think just that it took over Will in some fashion, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I hope it doesn't. I mean, it's not going to because the Duffer Brothers are really good with this, but I it, I hope it doesn't get stuck in like a loop where they're like, oh, Will's fine. Oh, Will's bad again. Oh, I, I hope it like. Maybe like well, I know they're not going to do anything with Will because Sean Levy did that. I mean, they'll do stuff with Will, but Sean Levy did this big um, interview, and he basically said, we're going to give Will a break this That's season. That's good. But I they mean, didn't say we're going to give Eleven a break. They know they know that that they'll get stuck like doing the same thing. Like, how many times can you make Will possessed with black eyes? Like, I know, and if you think about it, like, I guess... I don't, maybe I maybe can't, one of the new characters will, like like eat a slug or something and be like ooh I don't know tilapia I can't speak for Tori but like when I'm watching the show like the mind flayer that to me like I'm more interested in the character of Will and how he's being affected and I'm more interested in like the retro moments like I think that those are really fun so for season 3 I'm not really thinking about the mind flayer and the demogorgons just yet although I am hoping that secretly Dart walked away from that and he's alive oh and, in, and in Dustin's basement but um <laughs> I'm thinking more about the fact that you know this season is Maybe. supposedly you know what would be cool Maybe the the dart dart will like humanize like he'll turn into a demogorgon but then he'll get eyes and a mouth and he'll be able to talk and be dusty that's like right. that kafka story where you, the man wakes up as a roach yeah um what's that called metamorphosis yeah, yeah they did that at my school when i was in 10th grade be so cool and then he grew hair and he was dustin's girlfriend no gross <laughs> yeah, somebody said online erica and dustin should be boyfriend no, and girlfriend no, and it's no, like no. 
not for like a hot It'd be minute. Like ten years, or like five, because she's like eleven and he's fifteen. So I, what I was gonna say is that I'm very excited because this season is taking place in 1985, and so like the biggest, the biggest movie in 1985 was Back to the Future. So I want to. That's what I'm excited oh, about. What are some themes in Back to the Future? Well, I mean, I just want to see like, Other than, like going it's back just like <gasps> maybe time Will, travel. Maybe Will or Eleven. Maybe they'll meet a new character that can... Oh, I'm starting to theorize. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. I think that they're just going to have the kids maybe, no, like, but what see the movie cool if they met, and dress if, up. If they met a new person, like, a, like, I don't know, 14, who who can, like, like look back in time. Or, like, look forward in time and be like, Will, I know something bad's going to happen. That's, or 11, I know something bad's going to happen to you. I think that that could happen with a That'd number, so but I don't think they're going to do anything with that because of the movie. They I think better. I think what they're going to do is it's a major pop culture reference, so somebody is going to be dressed with like Will. Doc Brown. Will. No, I mean, Will's Will's initial season one outfit was already kind of like Marty's. Oh, yeah. He kind of had that life fest and whatever. No, I definitely see this as something like Dustin, Dustin and Steve would do. I think that would be so funny. Yeah. But there's, like, a lot of good music. Like, one of the biggest movies of the year was, like, a wrestling movie. God, I can't remember what it was called, but it starred Matthew Modine. Tons of great movies came out in 1985. Weird Breakfast, Science. Breakfast Club. Nightmare. Oh, Nightmare. I'm like, scared. everything. Yeah. Pee-wee? Like, oh. Yeah. But if you think about it, they're nerdy kids, so they're gonna like the nerdy kid movies, which would be Back to the Future. Yeah. Even though everybody liked that, that's still a nerdy kid movie. Weird Science. The Color Purple. No, not the color not, purple. Oh, Goonies. Oh, but they can't talk about it. Sean Astin. Well, they could if no, they just. Oh, that'd be that's like the Big Bang Theory. But, when pe- they brought what's but people do it all the time. You can't because think about it. How can you have? That's one of the most prevalent movies of 1985. Yeah. Like you can't not mention it. Although you could if you were just like we're going to the movies and they might do a little nod to it. Like maybe if they do go to the movies, there'll be like a Goonies poster in the background would just be kind of like a wink to the audience. Like everybody, I'd be cool with that. World by Tears for, Fe- Tears for Fears came out that year. I think it's gonna be Madonna. Madonna, crazy. For you. Yeah, that's it. That's a Matthew Modine movie. That was based on a Matthew Modine movie. Take on me, aha! Uh-huh, that's definitely gonna be. That's a hundred percent gonna be on there. Like they're gonna be getting on their bikes and yes. it's gonna be like do 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 do. Yes, uh, I think so too. I don't know. We built this city. Shout! I mean, everything by Tears for Fears came out that year. Okay, great. Let's move on to our Instagram questions. Zero eleven dot buyer says, "Do you think we are going to learn more about Hopper's daughter Sarah in season three? And if so, what kind of stuff?" Possibly. Uh, I mean, there's a rumor that Maya is Sarah. I don't know that the age matches up. In real life, she's 19, but she could maybe she play... Looked, I thought she was, like, She 15. could maybe play 15, but she's... I don't know what that... Like, I don't know how, how long... long yeah. Been, yeah. I don't know they how could, long it's honestly, been. it could have been, like, 15 years ago. We have no idea. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been. But in the flashbacks, Hopper looked just like Hopper, so it didn't seem like... Yeah. You know, in season one, when they would show him doing the flashbacks with his wife and his daughter in the hospital, we he just shaved know, his mustache, but it's like, how, how long... Yeah, no idea. Oh, wait, yes, we do, because they talk about... Here's what I'll say. Senior year. Here's what I'll say. Definitely, she's going to come into play in some fashion, even if it's just like Hopper telling Eleven the story in season two about why yeah. he was so concerned about her because of his daughter. They'll do something like that. Not, not that it's bad. Will she I be f- a storyline? Yeah. Who knows? Not that it's bad, but I feel like I feel like there's so many storylines in Stranger Things that it's going to become like hard to follow. Hopefully, like it'd be cool to like learn about Sarah, but I hope it doesn't become like one of the main storylines. Yeah, and I'm cool with it if it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like Terry Ives, how I wasn't 100% into her storyline in season one. Like, it's not like I didn't want to know about it. I just was like, I don't know. I could take it or leave it. And then in season two, they brought it in in a way that was nice while also keeping the story flowing. So I think they have to bring Sarah in in some way. But how they're going to do that, I don't know. I think it would be a little bit odd 
to bring her back to life. The only way you could I do wonder, that is if Hawkins had something to do with it, and that's all over the internet. So I, I don't think the Duffers would be cool with that. She's been living. Is she still living with Hopper? I think I don't so. Know why I'm asking you, like you know. Well, I think so because at the end of season two, Doctor Owens gives yes, Hopper yeah. that thing, Jane Hopper. So I think so. Yeah. Jane I Hopper. think they'll open it up with something really cute with them, like I don't you know. Give her a better name. Sorry. <laughs> I guess that's her name, Jane. So thanks for that question. Audrey makes me smile. Just so you know, we will be releasing that Audrey interview probably next Monday. Not next Monday, but we're releasing every two weeks. So she'll probably be the next one that we do. She says, I think it's a she, maybe not. Uh I love your podcast and I hope to be on it someday. But my question is, what's your favorite part about doing your podcast? And who's your favorite character on Stranger Things? Say strange, much love. So real quick, people ask us a lot if we would ever consider having like the fans on and interviewing them. And the answer is probably not. Because, Uh well, no, I don't mean that in a mean way. But it's just too difficult. Like it's very time consuming for us to do this. But here's what I'll say. We are 100% open to having you on the show in that if you want to email us at the upside down pod at gmail.com, you can record audio of yourself going, hey, Ashley and Tori, I have a question about this, blah, blah, blah. And we'll take that audio and we'll play it on the podcast. Totally. We're totally down for that. So if you want to be on the podcast, that's the best way. When we get audio files like that, we play them or you can do what you're doing right now and sending in a question and we'll say it. But as far as setting up one-on-one interviews with fans of the show, probably not. It's a really time consuming thing to do. But who knows? Never say never, right? So I guess in answering your question, what's your favorite part about doing your podcast? I will let Tori answer first. I don't know. I guess like like learning more about the podcast. I feel like we've learned a lot about Stranger Things. Like if we hadn't started doing the podcast, I think I kind of would have just watched it and then like not really. I mean, like obviously I would think about it again, but not really think about it again. So I'd like watch season one and be like, oh, that was good. Watch it a couple more times. And then like whatever and wait for season two wait for season three but it's like doing the podcast we've kind of learned more we've been able to talk to people who worked on the set so we were able to learn even more like that way like I don't know like I guess I guess learning about the show I think my favorite thing about doing the podcast is just meeting the community we love meeting all of you it's been really nice seeing you at cons and you guys send us great messages and fan art and it's so wonderful and meeting people like Kat and Jason and Peyton and Priya's parents and Priya's little sister. It, it, we built a little community, kind of like Jennifer said, the actress, Max's mom. You know, we built this community of people and it's not just about Stranger Things, it's just about people and we support each other and I really, I've really enjoyed that. I think that's the most um, enjoyable thing for me. And also just having Kilby watch Stranger Things with us has been really funny. She's really into the show now and you guys love her and it's fun. So thank you for that question. I guess second part is who's your favorite character on Stranger Things? We're, Look, we already wait, know. Wait, who's Ashley's? Who's yours? You... Who's, who's my, mine? Who's mine? You know who mine is. Everybody listening to this podcast knows who mine is. Joe Keery knows who my favorite character is. It's Steve. Mine is Steve. Who's my favorite character? Um, Hopper. Is it? Am I right? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know who my favorite Hopper character is. Like, I think yeah, Ho- I don't know who my favorite Hopper is. Fruit, Fordian Celeb. Well, you said is Hopper. no. She just said Hopper. <laughs> I don't know. It used to be Dustin. I think Hopper's funny. I guess Dustin I've, and Hopper are definitely your favorite characters. Maybe and nice. Lucas. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You're, who's your favorite actor? That's a good one. Hopper, David Harbour. Yeah. He brings something to the table. I'd like to meet Winona just because she's Winona Ryder, but I feel like David Hopper would be so, or Harbour, would be so personable. He just seems like you'd he, meet he him. He was personable and, for the three seconds we met him. I know. And you know what's funny is we were at a con once with him and he was just walking around on the floor with like his leather coat on drinking coffee and literally nobody was going up to him. And Tori and I are like, that's Hopper, that's Hopper. And we were like, who? And we were like, this is during season we one. Phones. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was so funny. And I wish we would have taken that opportunity. But again, that was before we were brave enough to talk to people. So I don't know. We know Tori's is Joe Geary and... Ugh. I don't know. I guess mine is probably David Harbour. Just, I don't know. He's the most enjoyable to watch. He's really funny, and I like how he connects with the kids. Yeah. Let's see. Shelby Hatton says, what do you guys hope for season three? (laughs) Oh, no. By the way, I love Randy. He's so nice. I saw him at Horror Hound. 
For season three, I just want to see a lot of fun retro things. I'm really into when the Duffer Brothers are so like connected with things in the 80s, and I'd love to see how they pull things in. I'm excited for the suspense. Every movie I like has suspense in it. That's She's it. excited for Steve. I, I am excited. We all know. Okay. I think they're going to bring more, Steve. I yes. think they're just going to do more. Charlotte Claire says, first of all, I love your podcast. It's so nice and easy to listen to. Maybe since things are slow, now with season three filming, you could review the cover and cover Beyond Stranger Things. I haven't seen it yet, but I thought I would pass on the idea. That's a good idea. We haven't actually watched all of that. I think I watched the first episode, but the problem for us is that it aired right when Stranger Things was airing, and we were like, let's not watch that. Because they're doing exactly what we are. No, well, they're doing it a little bit differently, <laughs> and also they were like the very first episode episode Jim Rash came on and he was talking about the snowball and so we were like we don't want to watch this and then accidentally say the same things that they're saying we want to review it with our own viewpoints and what we think without kind of knowing so I only watched the first episode so that's a good idea because we haven't watched it at all so maybe we will do that um we appreciate you thank you for listening to the podcast Charlotte and for sending us an email it's nice whenever you guys send us something in it's just like I listen to your podcast I love your podcast it makes us feel good because we have daily lives and Tori goes to school and I work in a theater and we're just like super busy and so when we do this it's nice to know that like you guys enjoy it it makes us feel good we like doing it but it's it's always nice when you guys send us a message let's see hi my name is hannah and i'm a singer songwriter and lover of stranger things so i decided to combine my two loves and today i released a song i wrote about stranger things or why stranger things is so awesome i'd love for you to listen to it and tell me what you think so i listened to this song and it was really sweet she's probably 16 or 17 years old she does an acoustic song she does a whole rundown and um she's a beautiful voice if you guys want to listen to it just go to her instagram it is hannah ross 124 and she has the link in the bio. So thanks, Hannah. Next question, Jace Dakota. Okay, I don't know if I can read this because I wrote it so small thinking I could fit it on one page, but he was an extra on season two. I think he might've been at the dance, but he's friends with some of the other extras we've met. He knows Brooke and Audrey and, oh, what's his name? Jalen. So here's what Jay says. My first day was really awkward. I was one of the first kids there. I sat in the car with my mom for like 15 minutes and I was too scared to go in. That's me. Then I got the courage to walk in and I grabbed my bag of food. I walked through the doors. I saw paper signs everywhere telling me where to go. When I was walking, I see someone out of the corner of my eye. Fit. <laughs> and I drop my food. Uh. It happened to be Millie. I was starstruck a little and she burst out laughing. I was a little embarrassed, but it was totally fine. She patted my shoulder and she walked away. <laughs> that must be so hard. Like if you're a teen extra and like you're the same age as the kids and then especially Millie. But, um, she seems cool. She seems like she took that in like a nice pace. But thank you for sharing that with us. We appreciate it. So that's all the questions that we had that we we're going to answer. I guess what I will say is we have our interview with Audrey Hope coming up. It's pretty long. We now have this interview coming up with Jennifer, Max's mom. I'm very excited about that. And then the last thing is, I guess most of you are pretty excited because on May 20th at Terminal West in Atlanta, Finn's band Calpurnia is going to be playing. Isn't that a week from today? Yes, it's yes, it's actually one week from today. If you were lucky enough to get tickets, we salute you because we logged on and we Within the first 30 seconds, they can. That's ridiculous. The show had sold out. It, it seats about 600 people, and it was like I clicked it and I thought there was something wrong and I actually know some people over there so I walked over and I was like guys what is happening and a lot of those tickets went to scalpers and so if you're lucky enough to go great we actually think we might be getting some tickets so if we see you there great and if not tag us we'd love to see your posts thanks for listening Tori do you have anything you want to add 
Stay strange. I'm stealing your thing. Cool. We have a new design that's going to be coming out. Our friend Kevin, he did one of the first original Barb shirts. Um, I'll post it on Instagram and you guys will know what I'm talking about. But he designed us two really cute new shirts that say, Stay strange, love the Demogorgon with our little logo on it. It's adorable. So I post those. So look out for them. And hopefully we'll see you at Calpurnia. And if not, we'll see you in two weeks when we release our episode with Audrey Hope. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening. Stay strange. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. I love my girl I would kiss.